Welcome to the Pack Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Banward. This is the podcast where you're going to learn how to take control of your health and wellness through fitness, nutrition, and mindset. Today, I'm going to be chatting with Coach Kim. We're just going to get to know her a little bit about what got her into fitness in the first place and why she started coaching and also what makes her passionate about fitness and helping people as well. Kim, so good to have you today. Thanks for having me, Matt. Nailed it. Uh, So first question, let's just kind of dig into what got you into fitness in the first place. Like, why did you start working out? Um, I actually didn't really know how to work out. Um, I didn't play any sports growing up. Um, I didn't know how to use a barbell, didn't know how to use a dumbbell. Um, I think my first attempts at working out was always running. Like it was always, you know, running a mile. That was my workout. Go run a mile and see how fast your mile is. And then um, I had access to a gym when I was in college. Um, There was a rec center for free for students. So I just tried going in, but again, it was only like the treadmill and the elliptical a lot. And my max was maybe like 20, 30 minutes on the elliptical. So And that was it? Nothing and that else? was it. And that was my day. Sometimes I would do some sit-ups, maybe some crunches. Um, but I didn't really know what I was doing. So I went in and I was nervous uh, to try anything else. I didn't want to touch any dumbbells. I always went upstairs. Upstairs was always the uh, cardio equipment, maybe a, the bike or they had a rower um, treadmills, ellipticals, but I never went downstairs. So it was all the machines, didn't know how to use the machines, didn't know how to use the barbells, didn't know how to use dumbbells. So yeah, I didn't work out very much until, um, a friend of mine, uh, told me to try it. And so, wow. So you didn't yeah. lift any weights. Nothing. There, was a, there was a time in Kim Visca's life, yes, the, the person known as the lifter in the gym yeah. did not mm-hmm. lift any weights. Nothing. I did absolutely nothing. Never touched a barbell before I started. So, wow. Yeah. Well, uh, let's kind of like talk about that a little bit. What was the main reason? Like, w- let's dig into the main reason why you didn't want to lift weights. Was it just intimidation or was it you just, you didn't know? Like what was the main thing? Definitely. Cause I didn't have any experience working out. Some people have experience from maybe high school, joining a sport, you do uh, strength and conditioning on the side. I did nothing. I did absolutely nothing. Um, I was very athletic as a kid, but I don't think I was in any team sport or individual sport. So my um, athleticism maybe came from playing outside Um, I have an older brother, so I'd always want to play football with him and his friends. But I did nothing. I didn't play any sports in middle school. I don't even think as a kid. I did swimming as a kid to get my swimming lessons in. (laughs) But I think, you know, middle school, high school, I did not join any clubs or sports. So I really had no experience. Never saw anything online about it. So, Hmm. yeah. Interesting. So what was the main... So what was the main reason that got you like into lifting weights? Like, or what, what prompted you to try something other than just doing the elliptical and cardio? Um, where I was working, a friend of mine uh, said, hey, you should try this out. I work out at a gym. They have a coach there. They have classes. It's a small group. And that was it. Um, 
I didn't really know what else to say other than yes. I, I remember walking in uh, just to watch watch a class. What kind of gym was this? A CrossFit gym. Okay, it was yeah, CrossFit. Okay. So that was my f- very first experience. I never had like a pass to 24-hour because it was the rec center. The rec center was, it's a beautiful rec center. If anyone knows at Cal State Long Beach, it's really nice in there. Everything was brand new because it was, I think it was brand new at the time when I started going to the rec center. So everything was new. They have a track in there. It's great. Um, but I just didn't know how to do anything. Okay. So my friend of mine at work got me into CrossFit. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, how, at what age did you start doing like the elliptical stuff? Um, well, I didn't start going to the rec center again when I was in college. So, so what, how um, old were you? Maybe like 17, 18 years old because I started CrossFit when I was 19. Okay. So, so it was about two years. Probably like two years. Two yeah, years before just you moved into CrossFit. Running around the neighborhood, tracking my mile with the GPS tracker. Um, and it was more like a jog than a run. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't, a, it wasn't uh, an actual, so yeah, well, yeah, so you, you know, can, so you pretty maybe much what you're saying walk. is that when you're, when you're running that you had a, um, you could have a hold of conversation right. is what you're saying. Right. Okay. Right. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. So that was it. A couple years, um, maybe around 17, 18 years old and crazy. That was it. And then two years and you just jumped right into CrossFit. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> tell me about what, what, what was that like, making that transition from uh, going from just the elliptical and cardio to CrossFit, something like that? Um, it was really fun learning new stuff. I didn't have a personal training sessions, so I kind of just jumped into class. So that was hard for me because I had to learn everything just by watching and, you know, not really getting, uh, just getting as much attention as I could get, but it was really fun learning new stuff. Right. Uh, I was definitely pulled into the barbell. I remember that was something that I was always interested in learning more of. Um, I really struggled on the rig with body weight movements. So I remember it was a learning process. I just kind of followed what everyone was doing and and I just kept showing up. <laughs> was there any kind of like a like a like a on ramp program or something or something for beginners, or did, did, were you just kind of thrown into the mix? I think I, I was uh, thrown into the mix. I know they've had Groupons, but again, um, I think when I started, I had missed the Groupon. So I had missed. They had an intro class for all the Groupon. Um, participants and I had missed that wave. So I just jumped right in. I jumped right in and I followed what everyone was doing and I got a little bit better each time. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you say looking back, would have would it have been beneficial to kind of get some sort of one-on-one coaching before kind of getting thrown right in? I think it definitely would have helped um, ease the nerves a little bit. Definitely. Yeah. Um, because most of the time you're just kind of looking around looking to see what everyone else is doing. So I think I would have had more confidence in what I was doing if I had some kind of on-ramp beforehand. Okay, yeah, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. All right, very cool. Um, so you started CrossFit when you were about 19, mm-hmm. uh, and it was just pure CrossFit, right? You weren't really lifting a ton of weights, right? No, yeah, I was just Like in CrossFit. terms of Olympic yeah. weightlifting, mm-hmm. like what you're known for? Okay, so yeah. at what point did you start getting, and I know you're really well-known for your Olympic weightlifting, at what point did you make that transition to where you were doing more weightlifting? 
I think I haven't even finished a full year of CrossFit when I had switched over. I was probably um, eight to ten months into CrossFit, and we had an in-house competition I had participated and at the time at my gym, there was another coach there. He had a barbell club in there, his own barbell club. And he was branching out, getting his own gym. And he saw me uh, compete and said that was something that I could work on. And I went for it. So he had opened his own gym. And I tried it out. I was doing both at one time. And then eventually, I just kind of switched over to weightlifting. Okay. What made yeah. you want to make that switch? I really liked the barbell. That was definitely something I wanted to get better at. I really liked doing cleans and snatches and something I really struggled with in class. Um, definitely wanting more one-on-one attention for something like that. So that's what motivated me to switch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was it the fact that you wanted to get better at specifically weightlifting or was it like you wanted to get better at the skill? Like what was like kind of like, was there anything deeper than that? I wanted to get stronger. I wanted to get better at the skill. Uh, there was a time where I was trying to do both CrossFit and weightlifting. Uh, couldn't sus- sustain that. It was getting a lot on my body, even though I was young at the time. <laughs> it was a lot. So um, it's also, you know, when you're so fatigued from other movements, it's hard to really um, try your best or put in all of your effort into the lifts when you're trying to do both. So that's why I just really wanted to focus on building my strength and building the skill, uh, working with my Olympic weightlifting coach and yeah, just wanted to see what would happen from there. I knew I wanted to do CrossFit again. So I guess getting better at the skill, getting more one-on-one attention, trying to get stronger and yeah. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, How long did you do strictly just Olympic weightlifting? For Olympic weightlifting, I probably did it, again, I don't think I did it for a full year either. Maybe a full year or maybe eight to 10 months again. Uh, I did try some competitions. I got some competitions under my belt. And then um, there was a schedule, some schedule um, conflicts. So I had to go back to CrossFit. Okay. Was that by choice or did you want to go back to CrossFit? I think I knew eventually I wanted to go back to CrossFit because I I knew I would do really well at weightlifting if I had um, stuck with it, but I wanted to be good at more things than just the snatching, clean clean and jerk. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to be good at everything. I wanted to be good at gymnastics as well. So that was what motivated. That's why I kind of knew in my mind or in my heart that at some point I would switch over. The schedule conflict came up, I think, with my schedule, with work and school. So I needed something where I can get more done in a shorter amount of time because weightlifting will take like two hours sometimes, a full session. Yeah, Yeah. if you stick to it, it might take you about two hours. So I needed something more convenient for what I was doing. And yeah, it just worked out that way. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. So you uh, did the, uh, to kind of recap, you did, you know, the just strict cardio stuff and machines. I was sorry, like, like treadmills and ellipticals yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. for about two years. And then you transitioned to CrossFit for about eight, eight to 10 months. And then you didn't transition over to weightlifting for about eight to 10 months. Um, how fast did you see 
strength gains to the point where it helped you with your CrossFit? Like what was like the timeline? There was, man, I saw a big difference. So I did gain strength and definitely cleaned up my skill doing Olympic weightlifting. But I think that really changed my CrossFit game because when I started going back to CrossFit, um, the skills transfer to other things. Um, so I did see quick progress. I don't know the time frame, but I remember I was getting better more quickly when I switched over that um, second transition. Maybe another year or so, then I was starting to do RX workouts, mm. you know, just kind of moving up in the progression. But I was progressing more quickly when I got back to CrossFit. Right. So. And did that, did the skill acquisition and the strength uh, training uh, improve things other than weightlifting when you came back to CrossFit? Did it help your body weight movements at all or did it help your condition? Like, did it help anything else? Um, I still struggled with body weight, which is what I, I know I needed to work on, but learning different skills like, um, kipping, toes to bar, um, maybe still struggled with pull-ups, but I did see them, the movements kind of relate to each other. So yeah, I would say I got big improvements. That's awesome. Yeah. So basically you kind of learned how to use like your hips and your core a little bit more efficiently yes. to, to learn like the more explosive stuff in CrossFit. Right. Yes. I'm, I'm sure your box jumps did very well too. Yes. Yes. Oh yes. We did a <laughs> lot of box jumps. Oh, we have to do more of those. Yes. Yeah. I love, love box, box jumps. jumps. Right. Um, at what point did you transition over to coaching? Coaching. Oh man. I didn't start coaching until, hmm. So I tried, I got into coaching when I was finishing my undergrad. So I was getting very close to finishing up college, becoming a teacher, and I like teaching. So I think that's probably when I was interested in coaching. So maybe around that time, 2016. So I was probably, what, three, four years in by then. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what motivates you to get into coaching? Because I remember what it was like to start from absolutely nothing. And I, I remember what it was like to learn how to do my first air squat, my first push-up, and um, cleaning up the technique for clean and jerk and cleaning up technique for snatch and learning toes to bar, learning kipping and kipping pull-up and handstand push-ups. So I remember what it was like to progress into those. And I think that was something that I can share with a lot of people because, you know, if I can do it starting from absolutely nothing, I know other people can do it. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to share that um, with others. That's so awesome. Push, push people to surprise themselves because a lot of people see me and they think that I have been doing this my whole life, but I actually haven't. And so I just want others to know that you, if I can do it, you can definitely do it. Yeah. Uh, it does take time and discipline and motivation, yeah. determination. Exactly. So that's really what I wanted to share with others is you can do it, but you just have to set your mind to it. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and so you've been coaching at Red Wolf now, what, it's been, what, three years? 
dang, three years you've been coaching with us. So what, what makes you love coaching at Red Bull so much? Oh man, I love the people. I love the people. Um, I think more importantly, I love my leaders. Um, I mean, Matt, you've been a great role model. Caitlin has been a great role model. I, I appreciate that you guys practice what you preach. So I think having good leaders motivates me to be a good leader. Mm. And so I love the community here. I love the people here. So seeing them positive, smiling, I, I love the energy. And so I just, I like to share that energy with the whole community. So that's, that's what I really love about Red Wolf. I, I see people working really hard. And I can see that they're also motivated by my leaders, their leader. You know, we have the mm-hmm. same leaders. So, down. yes, awesome. yeah, I, I see that they're motivated as well. So um, we're all just kind of firing each other up. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. That means yeah. a ton to me. Uh-huh. Uh, let's kind of talk about teaching. So, I mean, you love teaching mm-hmm. and you teach full time outside of this. And then during the summer, you kind of, you kind of, uh, you know, coach more here just because, you know, you love it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's talk about that. What motivated you to be a teacher in the first place? Oh, man, that's a good story. I love talking about my teacher story because uh, so I teach math. I teach high school math. Um, I guess I've always been kind of good at math growing up, but I did hit a wall. There was a wall that I hit. I remember specifically because this is what motivated me to be a teacher. Uh, it was my sophomore year. I was taking geometry, and geometry is a tough subject for a lot of people. It was but, definitely tough for me. Yes, <laughs> yes. So the, that was that was a wake-up call for me, I think, because I always thought, you know, I was good at math, and then finally, here's geometry, the weird subject, the oddball subject, and um, I did struggle. That first semester, I struggled. That was my first time struggling with math, and... Um, that was really hard for me, you know, when you're good at something and then you find something that you're not good at. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I remember I struggled that first semester, got a C. I was what? mortified by the C. An, an Asian getting a C in math? It's How dare you? supposed to be an A. <laughs> at least a B. Like, I can't have a C. Oh, no. I think it even dropped to a D at some point. I was like, oh, my goodness, this this has to change. And so <laughs> that's when I actually, yeah, it has, it's something has to change. So, and that's, I think I started looking at, you know, study strategies, just trying to be more involved, talking to the teacher more, helping others around me. That's when I really saw a big improvement in my grade and just improvement in myself. So I started helping more people around me, and I always loved the comment, oh my gosh, you teach it better than the actual teacher. That's what fired me up. That's That's what definitely changed for me. And so I raised my grade, second semester. I think I got it to a B or an A, as it should be, right? (laughs) (laughs) And so that's when I was definitely considering it. I'm like, oh yeah, maybe this is something that I can do if people are complimenting my teaching skills. Uh, I think I communicate it very well. So that's when I, I think sophomore year, sophomore year is probably when I said, okay, yeah, I think I want to be a math teacher. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's such a great story. So yeah. basically you saw that you were good at something and you had a gift and you also enjoyed helping other people. Yeah. And then, I mean, that's the ultimate compliment is when, wow, like you teach this better than a teacher. Yes. So that, that's yeah, kind of like, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you saw that as an opportunity and you hopped on it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So how long have you been a teacher now? Uh, I started teaching, I believe, 
2017. Okay. What year is it right now? This is my sixth year. I, I know this is my sixth. What am I thinking? This yeah. is my sixth year of teaching. Uh, this is my sixth year of teaching. Um, I started at Long Beach Poly. I did one year there and I switched over to Mayfair, Mayfair High School. That's in uh, Lakewood. So I've been there for five years. That's I just awesome. finished my fifth year. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. And currently, like, what do you love most about teaching currently? Um, I love teaching other stuff than math. I mean, I love teaching math. That's definitely the subject that I like to teach. Um, but I love teaching other things. I teach them more than just math. I try to teach them discipline, perseverance, um, just never giving up really. Cause mm. I know what it's like to struggle and I know math is the hardest. I like that I teach math really, right. cause I know that's the hardest subject for a lot of people. So it's definitely one of the hardest subjects to teach, to try to get everyone on board. So I like to teach other aspects of um, working on something difficult Mm. and trying to break through a challenge. That's what I love about teaching right now. Yeah, that's awesome Mm -hmm. because, yeah, math is something that I definitely struggle with in in middle school, high school. And, you know, I I vowed that once I was done with math, I would get a job with zero math. And then Mm -hmm. I chose CrossFit, which which requires adding weights and counting rounds and reps. But luckily Mm -hmm. I've kind of figured out that part, which is nice. And luckily the plates are colored, which helps me. Yes, yes, definitely. (laughs) At least for us. I actually don't like adding simple math, like adding weights is actually challenging for me sometimes. I mean, mid-workout, trying to add up my weight, or oh, post-workout, yeah. trying to add my add up my weights, I uh, sometimes struggle there, so <laughs> okay, can't blame you. Very cool. Let's kind of yeah. transition back to fitness now and your fitness journey. What would you tell someone, or what's some advice you would give someone who's kind of like you, you know, who kind of start off with the cardio, is, you know, they're kind of looking into doing something like either more weights or CrossFit, and, you know, they're on they're kind of struggling with the intimidation or the transition of kind of getting into that. What would be your advice for them? Uh, I think you just have to do it. Uh, make sure you find good coaches and a good program. Um, so you're not doing um, or going overboard or doing more than what you can handle. So I think that's why having a good coach is really important because they will communicate that with you and just try it out. I, I mean, I had no experience and, I'm doing well now, I would say. So I, I truly believe that if I can do it, I think anyone can do it. And I really think it's um, um, mindset too. Uh, if you tell yourself that you can't, then you can't. 100%. So, uh, I think we have to change the way we talk to ourselves and change the way we think about ourselves and you have to tell yourself that you can do it. Or if you can't do it now, then you can do it later. And you just have to keep showing up if that's something that you really want to do. Um, so that's what I would recommend. Find a good coach. Make sure you have a good program and keep showing up no matter what. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Kim. Yeah, thank um, you. Any closing thoughts you want to say before we start to wrap things up? That's awesome. All right. Very cool. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was great to get to know you a little bit better. And uh, yeah, uh, it's really cool to hear your journey. Thank you so much for listening. If this was helpful, please leave us a five-star review so we know to make more content just like this. Follow us on social media at Red Wolf CrossFit and feel free to send us any of your questions there. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, good luck, have fun, and nailed it. Nailed it.